What is going on, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to another installment of the Hogline Podcast. I'm your solo host today, Jack Manis. Uh, not kidding, actually. Um, yeah, Mitchell's not with me. Today I'm going to be discussing uh, the MLB postseason and participating teams uh, in that. And I'd just like to start off by giving a shout-out to the Phillies for spending half a billion dollars and only finishing one game better than they did last season. So, good for them. <laughs> um, clearly, Hogline is not very fond of the Phillies, but, uh, yeah. So, I guess I'll... Uh, I'm just going to run through every team left um, and just give my thoughts, and I'll end with a prediction. Um... Yeah, I guess I'll just go right into it. I recording after the playing games that happened on Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Um, Tuesday nights, the Nationals took down the Milwaukee Brewers in dramatic fashion. Uh, great game. I caught the uh, the end of it, the last three four innings. Um, I mean, it was crazy that uh, one of the best relievers in baseball, and Josh Hader, just loaded the bases. Uh, to the Nationals, and then let up that uh the hit by Juan Soto, error by I forget who was in right field, but uh yeah cleared the bases, and obviously Nationals won. And then last night, uh we had the A's and Rays. Um, I don't know much to say about this game. Just I personally never thought the A's were that great. Um, their pitching staff is. Kind of, I mean, they just didn't, after Frankie Montas got suspended about halfway through the year, I mean, they they really struggled. Like, Sean Manaya last night was their starter. He let up four, three or four homers, um, two to Yandy Diaz. But, yeah, their pitching just, uh, I don't know, their pitching never did it for me. I mean, they have some guys behind the plate, not behind the plate, they'd be the catcher, at the plate. Um I mean, Chapman, Simeon, Olson, but yeah, so I guess I'll just <laughs> screw the A's, screw the Brewers, stick with the teams that are still in it. I guess we'll start off with the uh, the Dodgers. Um, I mean, Dodgers obviously a powerhouse. I mean, let's see if if they don't put together this postseason, that's, that's pretty bad. It's one of the best Dodger teams that we've seen, and they historically choke in the playoffs. I mean... So led by Bellinger, I mean, we don't have to talk much about Bellinger. He's possibly MVP candidate. I want to look into the numbers more, but I want to say Yelich is still my MVP, even though he missed the last, what was it, two weeks. But, um, yeah, so anyway, back to the Dodgers. They got led off by led by Bellinger uh, offensively. Um, they got Jock Peterson. He had a solid year, 36 homers, 74 RBIs, OPS of 876. Um, and then they got solid bats, uh, Matt B, DJ Paul, Chris Taylor, uh, Mac Muncy, similar season to Jock, also adding some power, OPS of eight, eight, nine, 35 homers. Um, Justin Turner, another solid bat. I mean, he's got solid guys all around. Corey Seager, I believe leads the league in doubles. Okay. That might not be right. I don't know. 44 doubles. Um, and then they have a veteran, David Freeze, who doesn't 
he's bad. He batted three fifteen in seventy nine games this season. So, I mean, clearly there's it's no secret the Dodgers have some pieces at the plate, and obviously the pitching as well. Um, I mean, they there are three starters that they'll roll out for the postseason. They can't really get much better than Ryu, Kershaw, and Bueller. Um, I mean, in the postseason, teams only really need three, maybe four starters, and their fourth starter would be like either Kenta Maeda or Rich Hill, which are both very good. Um, but regardless, I mean, if they're not starting, they'll be thrown in the bullpen just to come in here and there. Um, and they also had Kenley Jansen, who I feel like he struggled a little bit throughout the season, but he's I was still a solid arm in the bullpen. The .82 whip. Um, yeah, I mean, the Dodgers are <laughs> good team, clearly. I mean, they... Uh, Let's see, they'll have the Nationals. I'll just talk going about them. I mean, Rendon and Soto, you can't really get much better than the one-two punch than them. They both have had great seasons. Rendon, possibly an MVP. Um, I mean, he snuck in there, just his average just stayed way up throughout the year. Um, his power numbers are there. Uh, they have Ke- Howie Kendrick. He batted, he only played 121 games, but. Batted 344, so he doesn't qualify for a batting title, but st- solid season at the plate. Um, let's see, they got Trey Turner and Asdrubal Carrera both add some uh, solidity. I don't know if that's a word um, to their offense. Turner had a bat about 300 this season. Uh, Cabrera with 91 RBIs. And then they got guys like Kurt Suzuki, uh, Adam Eaton, Victor Robles. They're all solid pieces. So, I mean, that, I feel like their offense is a little step down than from the Dodgers. But, I mean, and maybe you could say their pitching staff is also a slight step down. But <laughs> their pitching staff is top three. Uh, you can make a case even better than that. But, I mean, Scherzer and Strasburg, Patrick Corbin. They'll throw in Anibal Sanchez if needed. And then the Eric Fedi, Fed? I don't know how to pronounce his name, but another solid arm. So, I mean, they, they're pitching. St- I, I see these teams as very similar. I mean, solid bats. I guess Rendon comparable to Bellinger, and then you could just go through the list throughout. So, I mean, I think this, this is going to be an interesting series because I feel like it's very similar teams. So, yeah, I guess... uh. We'll move on to the uh, other NL series. We got Braves and Cardinals. Uh, I'm a big Braves fan. <laughs> I kind of just picked them up through the season because the Pirates have broken my heart again. But um, I love Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, he's coming back. He's been injured for a good part of September, but he'll be back for the postseason, which starts. <laughs> he'll be back today. Um Five and a half wins above replacement, 41 home runs for Acuna, and not even a whole season, which is great. Ozzy Albies had a very hot September. He's in September he batted 330 with an OPS of 949 for someone who's, I mean, he gets on base, but he's not a really power hitter. He's such a small guy. I mean, that, those are great numbers. Um, regards to his OPS, not his batting average, obviously. Um, Josh Donaldson, I hate him so much, but he's having a solid season. I mean, he's. I feel like his it's kind of, he's kind of being overlooked because of the other names on the Braves roster, but 
had 37 homers and OPS around 900 this season. So, I mean, that's solid numbers. He adds a lot of power to this lineup. Yeah, he bats clean. Yeah, he bats clean up. Yeah, and I think Fred, or either him or Freddie Freeman, they both bat 3-4. I think Donaldson's 4, Freeman 3. But, I mean, Freddie Freeman, you can't not like Freddie Freeman. I feel like he's a great guy and uh great hitter. I mean, he's batted around 300 the whole season. He's been very consistent. Um, ended with 38 homers, 121 RBIs. That's got to be among league leader. I don't know. I forget, actually. Um, but this, yeah, they they got some very solid bats to this lineup, and I really like the Braves offensively. I mean, pitching-wise, uh, I feel like they that could be your, your knock against the Braves, but Dallas Keuchel's had postseason experience. Um, he kind of got it together later in the season. The ERA ended with three three seven five. So I mean that's not that's not terrible. Um, and let's see, they they're throwing out Fulton Nevis as their second starter. Uh, I mean I really like Soroka, but I guess he'll go game three. Uh, Soroka has a one point three five ERA on the road, which is the MLB best. Um, that's probably why they're throwing him out game three. Now that I think about it. Um, but yeah, they'll. I don't know. Those are. If you have a. If their offense just gets hot or just like even like slightly better than what they were. Not even. I mean, we'll just. I think this this pitching those that rotation can can tread water throughout the postseason. But that may just be me uh, being optimistic. They got Max Freed. And Julio Tehran out of the bullpen because there are other two starters, so they'll be going out of the bullpen, I assume, or just possibly. I guess they throw in Freed if they need a fourth starter. I don't know, but their bullpen needed a lot of help at the break, and they acquired three guys: uh, Shane Green, Melanson, and Chad. I forget the third, but um. But yeah, it's it's struggled throughout the season, but has pitched better as of late. Three point five ERA in September for their bullpen. So we'll see about the Braves. I mean, so they got the uh, the Cardinals. Who this may be my Pirates bias talking, but I just I haven't seen the Cardinals like why they're so appealing. I just haven't seen it all season. I mean, I don't know. I I just did not understand how they's kept winning, but. Um, I guess it could be attributed to Paul Goldschmidt a little bit. He picked it up uh, throughout this season. He finished at average of 260, 34 home runs, and 97 RBIs. Those are great numbers for their offseason acquisition. Their uh, their big offseason acquisition, if I may add. Um, another on offense, they got rookie second baseman Tommy Edmond. Um his hundred game, I mean, he batted three hundred four, and his hundred sixty two game pace was nineteen home runs and sixty three RBIs. So, I mean, that's very solid for a rookie, and he could he could provide something this in the in the postseason. But other than that, I honestly don't see it like offensively. I I can just go through their lineup. Like Paul DeYoung, he made the All Star game, but I mean, he's known for he's being he's a defensive shortstop. Which sure, he's great in the field, but at the plate, he he finished batting with. 233 on the year and 175 in September so I mean and then it doesn't Matt Carpenter had finished 225 this season 15 home runs 46 RBIs like 
Yadier Molina, he's never really had much power, but his numbers are even lower. Only had 10 home runs, 57 RBIs this year, as opposed to averaging 13 home runs and 75 RBIs. Um, Marcelo Zuna, he, I mean, he, yeah, he's a solid bat. He only played 130 games, had 29 homers, 89 RBIs, batted 243. So he, his power numbers are there as expected. Um, once he got back from from injury. Uh, but the rest of this outfield, like Harrison Bader, Dexter Fowler, Jose Martinez, the Bader batting average of 205, 12 homers, Dexter Fowler, 238, 19 homers. Like, and then Jose Martinez only had 10 homers and 42 RBIs with a negative .3 wins above replacement, which I feel like his power numbers should be higher considering how, I mean, the guy's huge. He's got to be like six. I think he's 6'6". Six, six. Um, but... Yeah, I mean his average is two sixty nine. That's decent, but like, I feel like a guy of his size should be hitting the long ball more. Um, so the Cardinals pitching staff they got Jack Flaherty. I can't. I always struggle saying his name. F L A H E R T Y Flaherty. Flaherty. <laughs> um, I mean he had a rough first half. Um. His ERA by month. I mean, he, he had a rough first half, but after the officer break, like something just clicked, and he has been on fire as of late. His ERA by month, I'll read it off. April, 406. May, 345. June, 701. July, 248. August, 0.71. September, 0.82. Um, since the officer break, he's, I, he's let up about 15 earned runs, and then the first three months before the officer break, he let up 14 earned runs in April, 11 earned runs in June, and I skipped May. 11 earned runs in May, 20 earned in June. So something just clicked, and I mean, he's turning into a clear, like, number one guy in a rotation. Um, other than him, Dakota Hudson they got. His ERA is, I mean, solid ERA, I'll give him that, 335, but... Him, Dakota Hudson, Miles McCullis, Adam Wainwright, they all have a FIP that's, I think, like four and a half field independent pitching. So that's a real indicator of how, uh, I guess, what your pitcher's like without defense. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a 4-4 FIP is not great. But they, uh, I mean, so other than him, I, I just don't trust the rest of the rotation, so... I really do think the Braves are going to take care of business this series against the Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals are that great of a team. There's not, there's not much excitement on offense outside of Goldschmidt and Ozuna. And then their pitching staff is not not up to my standards. My standards of the Pirates is uh, Chris Archer <laughs> and uh, Trevor Williams this year. Oh, geez. All right. Uh, let's not... Let's, Move on from the Pirates, and we we'll move on from the NL. That's all, all the NL teams left. Sorry, Brewers not getting much, not getting much love because they're out, and I don't like the Brewers. But um, yeah, if if Yelich was around, maybe this that game would have been different. But uh, but he's not. So yeah, I guess we'll move on to the AL. Um, we'll start with the Astros. Um, I mean, similar to the Dodgers, we all know that the Astros are insane. Uh, Altuve, Bregman, 
Yuli Gurriel, all 30-plus homers. I mean, I mean Bregman, as we, it was in the home run derby uh, contestants, but Altuve's a small guy. I mean, you wouldn't expect him to have a lot of power, but all 30-plus homers. Michael Brantley, great season, three, 311, uh, 90 RBIs. George Springer, great season, batted 292, 39 homers, and uh, OPS close to 1,000. Um, Reddick out there in right, I believe. He usually plays out in right. Great defensive outfielder. And Jordan Alvarez, um, great season. He played 87 games and an OPS of 1.067. So, I mean... They got bats all around, and that's no secret. I mean, and then all, I mean, there's a pitching staff's just unfair. <laughs> um, Garrett Cole and Verlander, both probably the one and two in the Cy Young race in the AL, and then Granke just stayed consistent with who he was in Arizona and the rest of his career when he joined the, uh, the Strohs at the, at the, at the deadline. They'll throw Wade Miley in the bullpen, so, I mean, they're, you're you're facing an ace every night when you're playing the Astros, and then they're on offense. They got power and consistency all around. It MVP candidate in Bregman, and if Springer was healthy, maybe he'd be an MVP candidate too. So <laughs> Astros are a scary team. They're going up against the Rays. Um, Rays are a cute team. Um, I mean, I was looking looking uh, through a lot of their guys, and with the exception of Austin Meadows, uh, I feel like they all generally seem to hit between, like, 260 to 280, 15 to 20 homers, and, like, 60 to 75 RBI, something like that. Um, I mean, to name a few, they got Travis Darno, G-Men Choi, Yan- Yandy Diaz, Matt Duffy, Brendan Lau, Tommy Pham. I mean, they're all, they're all solid bats. And then Meadows... Uh, I mean, all-star starter, former Buck. Um, he's a, I mean, he provide I mean, his. Let's see, I don't remember his numbers off the top of my head, but his average was a above and around 300 all year. Um, but their pitching staff is uh, is uh, one. I want to say fourth. Uh, let's see. I mean. Yeah, they're probably a step below the the Dodgers, Astros, Nationals, and I mean, they're uh they threw Morton out there for the wild card game. ERA of three oh five, uh, WHIP of one oh eight, two hundred forty strikeouts. He had last night. He had no earn, or was that? Yeah, last night he had no earned runs through five. Yeah, he threw five innings total. Yeah, and he had a solid outing last night. Um, and he's a former Buck as well, great pitcher. Uh. They got Tyler Glasnow, another former Pirate. <laughs> uh, he was hurt most of the year, but came back in September. Um, he had a 1.78 ERA through eight starts at the beginning of the year, so he's a, he, he could be a solid piece in this postseason. Former Cy or Cy Young winner Blake Snell. He struggled this year, but I mean, he's I guess he's got some experience. Maybe he can kick it kick it up a notch in the postseason. Um, and then their other, I think they'll throw out another four starter. And Ryan Yarborough is a whip of 1.0. And they also have a solid bullpen. So pitching staff is great. Um, offense is, I don't know. I mean, not a lot of excitement in the offense, but solid. So I don't think they're a match for the Astros, though. I mean, and as many would also agree, I bet. So 
Next, we'll get the, we'll on to the Yankees. Uh, I mean, the injury bug has been killing them all year. Lead the league in IR designations. Followed closely by the Pirates, so that's why we're so bad. Um, Luke Voigt really struggled, and I saw... I mean, at the time of recording, it's not out yet, but by the time of posting, it'll probably be out. I saw he might not make the postseason roster. I mean, they just got so many guys, and I feel like they're all kind of becoming healthy now, so... A lot of a lot of names in the room. So, I mean, Luke Voigt, his, he was been one for his last thirty-two, and of those thirty-two at bats, thirteen strikeouts, not great. And in a team with stars from top to bottom, you got to produce if you want to stay relevant to the Yankees this year. I mean, if Encarnacion and DJ LeMay who can hold down first, if Voigt's not not on the roster, um, I mean, there's not much you can. They got Gio Urshela, Didi, Glaber Torres, Gary Sanchez is going to be healthy. That infield is just loaded with pieces at the plate. And then their offense, I mean, their outfield is Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton's finally back. Brett Gardner, Cameron Mabin. I mean, <laughs> there's just so much power in this lineup. It's unreal. And they're finally becoming healthy. So if they can hold it together, they'll be a real force. And I mean, their inhibitor the whole year was their pitching staff. And. Uh, that's starting to come together now. Um, Masahiro Tanaka, uh, I don't know if he's going to be their game one starter, but his splits on home and on the road are pretty significant. 3.1 ERA at home, 6.05 ERA on the road. Um, see, James Paxton and Severino are finally healthy. So I guess those will be their three starters. Um, yeah, I mean, th that's a solid three, I'd say. And then they'll throw Chad Green, J.A. Happ, CeCe's in the bullpen. Those are some solid veterans. I mean, they still go to starters, but maybe they can provide some some postseason bullpen security. And, of course, they got Chapman, who is one of the premier closers. So, yeah, I mean, they, uh, I feel like it's starting to come together for the Yankees. I started doubting them. I was big in the Yankees. I started doubting them because their just pitching staff was wrecked. But it may be starting to come together. But I mean, with this with this lineup, the the pitching staff doesn't even need to be lights out every night, which is insane. So they got the Twins. Um, twins are an interesting team, I'd say. Um, I kind of like the Twins because people have been not doubting them throughout the year. I guess just like. They've exceeded expectations, I feel like, the whole year, and they're just, like, not going away. They just continue to to produce. I mean, they had over 100 wins. They're cl very close behind the Yankees in, uh, in home runs throughout the year. So I'll go through the lineup. They got catcher Mitch Garver. Um, he had a very solid season. He slashed... Uh, Let's see. No, that's not a slash. But whatever. He uh, batted 273, on base percentage of 360, and a slug of 635, which makes his OPS 995. Yeah, so an OPS hovering around 1,000. I mean, he's a solid bat. Um, could be a factor. Well, Luis Arias. Um, his health is a concern, uh, and he 
didn't play a whole season. I don't know how many games, but 326 at best, bad at 334. Um, that, you see, he's second base. You can't think off the top of my head who they'd throw in there uh, if he's not ready to go. But uh, if he's healthy, that's a great – he's a – Will be a solid bat to the lineup. Uh, Jorge Polanco has been a consistent 300 around there hitter whole season. Miguel Sano adds power as well. And Nelson Cruz having an unbelievable season. Bat at 311 with 41 homers. Uh, I mean, as he was, in, yeah, he was in the, wait, no, he was not in the home run derby. I don't remember. Um, but yeah, and then their outfield, they got Eddie Rosario and Max Kepler. A lot of power in that outfield. Uh, they combined for 68 homers and 199 RBIs, which that's, off the top of my head, I can't think of another outfield duo that has a more combined uh, more combined home runs and RBIs than them two. Um, yeah, I guess just moving on to their pitching staff, uh, led by Jose Barrios and Jake Odorizzi, both... Odorizzi, I think he made the All-Star game. Yeah, he's an All-Star. Um, Odorizzi has a solid season. That's two very solid starters that I'd be confident in. And then they got, I think they'll have to throw in Kyle Gibson or Randy Dobnak as their third starter. Um, yeah, so I kind of like the Twins. Um, hoping they can shock some people as they... I, I don't know if they've been shocking people through the whole season, but I feel like... They've definitely exceeded expectations. I mean, I don't think many expected them to be a 100-plus win team. But, yeah, I mean, I, uh, it's going to be a good series between them and the the Yankees. Um, so we'll have to see. A lot of power. There'll be a lot of home runs that, that series. I, I, I bet on that. Uh, I guess that covers all the teams in the postseason. My prediction, uh, I got... I, I, I'm really pulling for the Nationals, but I, I'm going to have to take the Dodgers in this series. Um, I'll take the Dodgers and the Braves. And then I guess I'll go, yeah, I guess we'll chalk it and we'll go Astros and Yankees. Um, I'm going to take the Braves, though, over the Dodgers. Uh, partially just because I hope it happens. And I, I mean, I believe in this Braves offense. They undisputedly have the power to and the consistency to do it in my opinion um Braves and I'll take the Astros even though it's I mean what we I said earlier I would, don't want to go mainstream but I they <laughs> it's just tough to face these guys uh, like you're facing an ace every time you, every every night yeah I don't know it's It'll be a good series if it's the Astros-Yankees, but I think that... I mean, the Astros would definitely be favorited, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's... I'm going to take the Braves of the Astros, but... <laughs> I don't really have much of an argument for it, just because I really want it to happen, but... uh, Yeah, I don't know. I really think this Braves team could do it. But uh, we'll see. That's all I have for you guys. Thanks for tuning in to this impromptu episode of 
uh, hog line, this postseason preview. Uh, it should be up sometime uh, on Thursday night during the games. So, uh, yeah, follow myself at underscore jack.mass underscore follow Mitchell at Mitchell Manus. Follow the show, of course, at Hogline Podcast. Those plugs are all on Instagram. Should have said that first, but as you all know, I'm sure already. Um, yeah, like the show and subscribe on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, whatever your listening platform preference is. And uh, let's go Buckos, 2020 World Series champs. See ya.